What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Unload the Week. Today, I have a special guest for you, Prana Jinai. She is one of the co-founders of Jellyfish Concessions. She also happens to be my sister. Today, we're going to ask her a few questions about the nuances of opening up or reopening up of a small business in New York. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today we have Prenna here. Uh, she's one of the co-founders of Jellyfish Concessions, um, based out of New York. And now we're going to talk a little bit about the nuances of opening the business. So say hello, Prenna. Hey, everyone. So I, I guess we could just get right into, um, like, how long ago did you start start the business and what it is exactly? Well, we're so we're an ice cream slash concession truck, and we operate at um, we, we used to operate at a few of uh, the local beaches in Bridgehampton, the east end of Long Island, and also known as the Hamptons. And we started in 2000, and we sort of fell into it. Uh, this beach called uh, Flying Point Beach in Southampton, and one of our very good friends used to be a lifeguard there for a very, very long time. He was dating this girl who actually started uh, the truck one season. There had been concession trucks there for, like, probably one or two decades prior to her. And she just didn't show up one summer because uh, uh, she was starting a family and she was pregnant, so she stopped coming to the beach. And we went to the beach one was just bummed that there was no concession truck because they're so used to having it there every day. Um, and Ryan and I were sitting on the beach with our friend that used to be the lifeguard there and we were like, we should start it. And exactly two weeks later, we had an ice cream truck and we were opening the window and unpacking a bunch of cardboard boxes (laughs) and we had no idea what we were getting into. All of a sudden we had like a line of probably 25 people and we thought we'd show up there, unpack and like, you know, loosely and, and, and casually sort of undo all the boxes but it was like everybody hit us all at once and like man we should have done this before we even got here we got slammed so you guys weren't the only ones wishing there was some kind of concessions at the beach no it was everybody yeah and then all you know turned into that and then it turned into um you know 13 years later so a lot of stuff in between 2007 pretty much around that time yep the the mid the about July of 2007 was our very first start and we just started with one truck and then as other beaches became available uh to, because it's like a bid process as mm-hmm. they became available we started bidding on locations and we only had two at a time at, at the most and then um, our original location after like I think it was um, seven years we lost that and then we picked up another uh, a different second location. Uh, this is actually our first season one location. We just decided to simplify. So, um, um, so this just so everybody is like, I guess understands it. Like, um, this isn't like 100% of your income. This is kind of like, this is a portion <laughs> of it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, it's not like you're 
like some people are they're losing everything because they can't no like we're, this is a seasonal business for yeah. us um so out here you know the the summer months memorial day to labor day uh it's very touristy you get a lot of people that have summer homes from new york city and they come out here more often in the for the entire summer and then you get people um you'll notice a lot in august because the europeans take off in august you'll see a lot of influx Europeans hmm. uh, coming in August, and then labor after Labor Day, it's like somebody hits the switch and it all gets turned off. So it's three months of go go go, and sometimes you know 15 hour days, as many days in a row until it rains. Hmm. And and it's uh it's sort of started as a side project, and it's quite lucrative. It can be. Yeah. Um. So it's a good it's a good thing to have to just sock away uh, uh money for the winter or for little projects or, you know, paying off a little bit of debt. Yeah. And it's like what people do back in the day here when they farmed, you know, or where they farm and they harvest when the season's good. And then they, you know, load up the coffers as they say, and the, and they live on the rest for the rest. Yeah. But in this case, it's, it's not really, we're not living off of it for the year. It's just a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, know, it still, get, it still like do. helps a lot and it's still like if you all of a sudden didn't have it, you know, you would notice it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would, it would well, we might a little bit, but yeah. you know, because it 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 offers not a lot, but a few things that we wouldn't normally yeah. or, or or purchase or put money away. But it's certainly not. You know, we're in a um, we're we're pretty lucky that we don't have to rely on this business. Yeah. Because it's backbreaking, and if we if we wanted to, we can squeeze a lot more out of it, and we can stretch out stretch out the season and do different things with it. I mean, you both. Um, but we're both lucky enough two where are, we both work. Yeah, you're both working pretty much full time jobs. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. more than more more than likely even more than a full time job. You know what I mean? Like the hours. Yeah, well, Ryan works. Yeah, because. Mm-hmm, and Ryan's mm-hmm. and Ryan's it's like your it's go, go, go. Like I said, it's and and like the like the owner. Like you guys both co-founded it. But yeah, he's the, he's the owner. He he does the day-to-day operate. It's everything is under his whatever you want to call name it. Or and whatever um, you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, and he um he'll a lot of times he works for a local union out here on Long Island, and if if he can swing it, he'll take uh, a pink slip and he'll take a layoff for the summer. And yeah, he's okay. been doing it. There's only been a few summers where he's worked uh, while doing this. But in those cases, I didn't work my full-time job. So someone has to sort of vision where we could just hand over the reins. We keep it such a small overhead type of uh um, business, not mm-hmm. to mention all the insurance that comes with having employees, and yeah. you know maybe someone in the family will help once once in a while, but it's not and go and leave it for like a week or two at a time. And um, we Ryan are very might, much involved. Ryan may or may not be uh, joining in on this call at some point, so just so everybody knows out there, you may right. you may hear a stop and then a third voice pop in. <laughs> he may he may pop his. Uh, curmudgeon self (laughs) (laughs) um so so we got some history and stuff there and like you know basically it's a hustle for the three months like to get things Mm -hmm. operational and working and making it fruitful pretty much and um so now this pandemic hits and um right when this happened 
like were you guys thinking like oh man what if this goes through summer like as as far as like yeah for sure like pretty much immediately you think or was it like a few weeks and you're like dang this could be something big Garrett, you know, maybe January, February, it wasn't like a thing yet. Mm -hmm. People weren't taking it as seriously as they did, say, in like the early or mid-March, at least at least in New York, that was the case. Yeah. So we weren't thinking about it then, but then when they, um, when they, when everybody was was quarantined and they sort of started this thing called New York on pause. We were everybody panicked at first, and no yeah, one knew sure. what was going to go on, or how long it was going to go on, or where the end was. And a lot of people were talking like, you know, by the time this gets to 100% out here, they were thinking September, and we're like, yeah. well, what will that mean? So that's when we really started worrying about it. Was when people started talking like that, like I, I would say in March. Like they're talking. And March like and April blown, is usually like a full blown open. Will be like that's what I heard too. Uh, people in California saying that. Um, probably mm -hmm. September is going to be like full blown operation open. And, um, but I, yeah, I think, like people, people yeah. assumed it, it's just going to be like, people assumed like it would start getting back, but it was just going to be slow to start. Yeah. yeah. Or that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like this. Like it, it takes, it takes longer to get back to normal, yeah. you know, put a halt on everything. So we understood that was going to happen, but we were, yeah. Hearing that we were concerned yeah. and we're like, well, what will this mean? Um, we did hear that they were still keeping over uh, open restaurants for like takeout and things like that. And, and what a lot of restaurants were doing out here, people who had access to or could borrow like food trailers or food trucks, these really good restaurants out here mm -hmm. that on, on, uh, tourists and things like that. They started, they started pulling these trucks out of wherever they could find and they would set up a kitchen pretty much in front of their restaurant or in their driveway. So you saw that happen. I've never seen it on hmm. this level. Yeah. Um, so we knew that was happening. Like people could get stuff to go. Right. Well, we would be considered food. We, we'd be considered a stove. Um, surely that we could make it work out somehow. Um, uh, but then the whole process of it is where we're getting kinks. Yeah. Like, uh, so before we get into like, I guess, some of the nuances of like what's holding you back or what's taking forever or what's just like not working. Um, do you guys need some type of plan to have for like to set a plan? Like, okay, yeah, we'll have one person collecting money because most of it's going to be cash. I'm guessing. Cause it's like at the, yeah, beach, you know, people are just going to run up with five, mm -hmm. six bucks, get a, you know, get an ice cream or whatever. So, you, are you going to have a plan like one person just d deals with the cash while one person gets the, the ice cream or food or drinks or, you know, have like a multi-stage mm -hmm. thing where – so when the people get their food or drinks, it's one person that's got a mask and gloves on and it's it's as safe as can be? Are they asking you for any type of plans like that or what you have set? Um, not, not yet. Everything is – everything's pretty slow to stop. We're not peddling with – going, driving around neighborhoods, selling ice cream. So we've held off a little bit on, on starting that. Mm. Happening is stuff is starting to loosen up little by little. Yeah. Um, they're, they're by, by the time it all unrolls out, they're, they're banking on a Ju July 8th. Um, everything is open uh, mm. uh, with, of course, precautions. 
So, so on one hand, like four days we started... after one of the biggest summer holidays ever, like yeah. not the 4th of July, yeah. we'll do the 8th on a Wednesday <laughs> or whatever day it falls on. Like, the 8th of July, like, it'll be on. a nice, it'll, it'll be, be a, a nice Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks a lot. But it, I guess yeah, it's so, better safe than sorry. But we still. did start thinking about, yeah, about that, uh, you know, I was talking to Ryan about it and I'm like, we're definitely going to have to. The masks, wear the gloves, mm-hmm. and one person, like you said, only one of us is actually hand, handling food, and the other handles the money and, and credit cards. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens is uh, this is the first season we only have one ice cream truck. We don't even have the food anymore. Yeah. So we're not preparing food. What used to happen, so we had the, the ice cream truck was uh, all the ice creams, drinks, and where you placed your order and then we would send the order to the food trailer which was a separate vehicle and people would go there and do the pickup so anyone working in the food trailer was strictly prepping and, and cooking yeah okay. um but now that we got rid of that we're, we're dealing more with the, what they call novelty and prepackaged food okay so that means everything comes in a, in a wrapper yeah so or, you're or technically if we do not serve food it. you're just heating it up or you know Getting it ready for the Yes, moment. we're we're heating it up, and and ninety nine percent of the time we're not even opening anything, mm-hmm. um, but we just sort of serve, and yeah. and so it'll be a little bit easier. But we're still gonna wear masks and gloves, I'm sure, uh, probably through the summer because they're gonna wanna keep a tight leash on on this pandemic. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine they're just gonna like alleviate all the feeling. Some are gonna, you know, some of these safety precautions are gonna be here to stay. So, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. it's probably a good thing as long as they're not stepping on, like, people's freedoms. You know what I mean? Like, I get wear gloves and a mask yeah. in the food industry. It's like you wear gloves, might as well wear a mask. I know it sucks. I have to wear one all day at mm-hmm. work. So you kind of get used to it, but oh, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you get, like, I mean, you kind of get used to it, but... You know, when you step outside and you take that mask off, it's like taking a drag off that cigarette first thing in the morning. You're just like, I know. (laughs) Thank God. A little breeze. I walk out of the store, that door cracks open, and my foot crosses that threshold. That mask gets pulled right off of my face. Mardi Gras. And I walk out, and people are walking in, and I'm just like, (laughs) you know, taking that gasp of air and people yeah. are like looking at me like oh. you should keep it on until you get into your car but i know sometimes i'll forget and i just keep it on or if i'm yeah. in a store too long i sneak a uh if no one's around me or no one's <laughs> sneak nowhere a fresh breath while down the aisle looking. yeah i'll like tuck, i'll untuck tuck my nose out and <laughs> yeah like oh whoops and then <sighs> but uh you mentioned yeah. you mentioned uh something about this earlier about how um you guys pretty much have to uh, what is that called? Not bet on a on a location, but a bid. That's what. Oh, you bid on it, yeah. yeah. So you're you're pretty much bidding on on a spot for you to have your truck at. And yeah, has that so, been affected? Uh, uh, you know, through you know during this pandemic, like has has that slowed down, or like is it hard to get in there to like put in a bid or to re, to have a response yeah. or and all that stuff? Yeah, that's uh, that's actually that's changed the most so far that we experienced and noticed because we really haven't dove in a hundred percent and we're not even fully operating. 
operational. And part of that is because we, um, the, the beaches that were due for, um, availability that Mm -hmm. were up for rebidding, uh, they weren't opening them until the end of June, which is when, um, it's typically the week, some bigger beaches open Memorial Day Mm -hmm. and then they go through Labor Day. But that's only a small, small handful. The rest of the beaches that are smaller open, um, some will open on Memorial Day and stay open on weekends. And then the beach that we bid on doesn't actually open until the end of June. Okay, and so then that it's, works. it's, 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 yeah, but, um, they, they do that mostly because a lot of these uh, kids that work in the parking lots and check for permits and these lifeguards are all in high school and college mm. and they don't have access to those bodies until school's released. So okay. most of these beaches don't open until school lets out. But now, uh, of course, there's no school to be let out. Um, uh, typically, even though that that doesn't open until the end of June full time, we'll sometimes start Memorial Day and just stay there on weekends. But we haven't done this. What they usually do is come March, April is when they the, um, make the announcements for the request for bids, mm-hmm. and then and then you start the process. Well, they didn't make that announcement, at least not formally, until about I would say two weeks ago, hmm. um, which is very uncommon. And then they have the bid due date, and what you do is it's a it's a closed bidding system. It's a, it's a public bid; anyone can bid, but it's all uh, sealed bids that you hand in. And the typical process is we go to a town hall. Uh, we hand in our bid. We write our number down. Certain beaches have certain minimum bids that you have to uh, at least make the minimum. And, it, you know, most of the time it's about a, a handful of people that do it, like anywhere from like four to ten uh, uh, businesses or private people are putting in bids. Yeah. You hand them in. They collect them all. And it's like, okay, it's 2 p.m. No more bids are being accepted. And then they start opening up one by one. And they read out the bid, uh, uh, whoever might be there, and then they record bids. And typically, the bid goes to the – but they also – Sorry, you know, the, the bid the, typically the, goes to the what now? Kind of the out. highest bidder. Okay. And and But that means – that doesn't – if you're the highest – I mean, nine times out of ten, you're going to get it. But they – Part of this bid is not just the money side. You fill out a whole application saying what type of business you're going to have, what kind of hours you're going to hold. They always want someone who's going to have the most structured hours and the most widest variety of product. So um, there's no back and so forth they like can bid take war? It upon... It's kind of like you just put in no, a number that no, you it's think clo- is fair? Or do they have like a, like a range right. that they want from you? There's no range. You can look at, um, you can file a, a freedom of information. You could, you could a bid or, you know, any other location. You could find out what, who bid what, mm-hmm. um, for previous seasons or previous, previous bids, but they all is a minimum. So it's like one, if one beach is a $2,000 minimum, you just have to stay at 2000 or above. Yeah. And you never really know who's going to bid against you and how much money, like, for 13 years, we have a good idea what's considered very high and what's considered like safe. Um, and you know, a few years ago, we were one guy who had uh, like a fleet of trucks. Oh wow! And he, and he, all of a sudden, he started popping East End here. He was on the on the on the west end of Long Island, and and even 
another county in Nassau County. But we're out east, and it's, you know, it's it's locals, it's farmers all of each, of each other. And I like just bid on anything, everything that would come his way, and he would treat it as like a, a stop on his route rather than sit there all day. And when he first started doing that, he was complaining a lot to the team. And he learned very quickly that he was going to get the boot if he didn't, you know, stick to it. So he so would, he would just swing by for a short time and then just leave. He yeah, he like would be there all day. Come like, like the busiest hours and then go to his next. Yeah, he'd go to his next beach. He had like he had at the most he had like three local beaches mm-hmm. uh, at one time, and we were just like, man, this, this guy's just coming in and bidding. So there was one season. You don't rebid every season, by the way, but there was one season when bids were up where we, we really had to overbid because we saw that he was coming in to prior locations and just like scooping up these things and he was just doubling down. Jeez. So he made it a little bit tough for us, but yeah. So anyway, when that happens, you, you know, typically you go to town hall and this year, not only was there, you know, town halls closed. Um, so you couldn't go anywhere. You had a, a file. You gotta, uh, rather fill out all your applications, put in your, your bid, put in, write the check for the deposit, should you get the bid, put it in a sealed envelope, and then sitting on the bid packets for, I think, five days it was. So you send um, all this information want... in by just the regular mail. You can't drop it um, off and all that. Yeah. So, okay. You can't drop it off or anything mail. And then someone, wherever they were received, they were, they were put a, is um sorry you're like you were chopping out for a second so it's put aside for uh it's put aside for five days days. yeah and that was really for the safety of the employees Mm and then um and then they uh they put the bid information online and then you had to log in and download the document and then what's interesting is you could see i mean if you were there live you'd be able to hear what everybody else bid Mm-hmm. But you could see that you could see the information right away. Look information. It's, so like a year from now, we won't even have and get that information. Like we already so have a document all, that shows it. It's going to be like you send it in and then you just log in at that. Yeah, at that time yeah. And so it, go from there. Uh huh. So that'll make that's right. And easier. we did that. Yeah. But as far it as does, like it kind of makes it like it's mail, like like not waiting for the mail, but waiting for them to get it. You know, and then they wait five days and then, you know, I don't, I don't. So is there like a, like a grace period, like from, let's say, let's just throw a random number out there. So like from the fourth to the 12th is your deadline. So then you got to really wait Mm -hmm. like up to two weeks to, you know, almost two and a half weeks. Is it something like that? Not long. It seemed like it was about a week tops, a week and a half. It seemed to go pretty quickly. Like they sent an email out saying, and then we looked at it. We, um, there were our two beaches that we be uh, located at in Bridgehampton were due for a rebid, and we weren't going to take them because we thought this beach that was close to us where we live, um, we wanted that one instead because it's logistically we could get there in, in almost 10 minutes, whereas these other beaches takes almost 40 to 45 minutes to get to. We used to live on so um, we were holding out, and we wanted to get this other beach, but then we found out that uh, beach wasn't uh, due for rebid until, like, I think three, two or three more seasons, their option. They, you get a, you get a, 
a fixed amount of years mm. with your bid once you get awarded it. And then you get the first option for equal amount of time. Uh, and if you don't want the option, you could give it up and it goes out to rebid. And if you do, you get it for double the amount of time that you originally signed up for. So to six years in some locations where they're very, very expensive. People have restaurants and it's a lot of old. Those people can have negotiated like 10-year contracts. Jeez. Um, so, yes, you have them for a while. So like um, as far as right now, like you guys sent all your stuff in and went online and logged in and did all your stuff. So is all that done right we now? We did, yeah. Everything is done. We bid, we bid on one of the two beaches that we used to have up until last year. And we were the only bid for the for the beach that we bid on, oh, wow. and the other beach didn't get any bids. Hmm. So we think that people are a little concerned, and maybe they're doing business, or they just decided not to do this because they might be risk. afraid that, yeah, either too much of a risk, or they're afraid maybe they were worried still at that at that time when they were sending bids in that you yeah. know what if the beaches got shut down and then you're then you're you're stuck. With yeah, this beach, I, I imagine if that were to happen, the you know the towns are pretty fair. Yeah, they should have um, some reimbursement. I don't think they would make you pay for it. Yeah, to keep the deposit and then so, you, I mean, you don't you don't pay them. You, I mean, whether people are scared to go out or whatever at that point, I still think people are going to go out. You know what I mean? People are going to be waiting to get out. Yeah, like, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, is this thing over yet? You know, like yep. once everything levels people are off, getting antsy. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. people are um, going to the beach in droves. What's interesting out here, you know, you used to live out here, yeah. and back back in the day, um, you know, this it, every year and every five years, and you could notice it more like five to ten years at a time. There would just be more and more people out here living year round, mm. and what would happen is the everything became. Uh, more about the, the uber wealthy just buying up real estate and just squeezing out like locals and whoever couldn't afford it. And then they would just sit on these homes and, and they traveled a lot in the summertime. So it's not like they even use these summer homes all summer long. And it's rare for them to come out during the winter months. But there is there is now a bigger population out here year-round than there has been. But what's interesting is those summer influx – What's, were, would be kind of touch and go, and they weren't here for the whole summer. Like they didn't move in Labor Day and then move out, move in Memorial Day and move out Labor Day like they used to. Yeah. And now, because of you know we're we're the east end of Long Island, we're the Hamptons, and and you have all these summer people, all these people that come out and own homes from the city that were looking to get away from the city, to get away and not be trapped in the city during the pandemic and during quarantine. They all so they out. all came out here early. Yeah. Yes. I, I heard so, about that uh, quite a bit in yeah, a lot of places. It's crazy. Like it's, it's like you look down driveways and you see multiple, these people are all here. Their kids are home from school. Yeah. They're here. They're all working remotely. And it was like summer started yeah. in, early April out here, um, maybe even a little more than that. So I think this is going to be the first summer in a long time that people are here and they're here to stay. They're not going to be traveling to other yeah. countries. They're staying put. So we've, Ryan, were bidding. Uh, I, I, I really didn't want to bid on those beaches again because we were so far away. And I'm like, let's just come up and we'll take some time off, you know, because it's, it's a lot working all summer long. You give up 
all sorts of parties and and going away yeah. and doing fun weekend stuff if it's raining and i mean you guys have been doing this for 13 years you know what i mean like yeah right knows? we haven't had a summer for like, 13 years there are some passing we, the buck to, on... <laughs> to a relative that you know is willing yeah, and yeah. is able that, like you know to keep it going mm-hmm. and you guys just kind of pop yeah, in and then... check on stuff once in a while yeah like we know the ropes we know how to get the location here's this truck if you want to buy it off of us and all you got to do is work it yeah yeah that'd be fun i mean i'd do it but, but get, anyway family in hindsight it was a in hindsight it was a smart move on ryan's part to bid it because he really feels like it's going to be busier because of what's going on and all these people that are out here yeah. that normally wouldn't be out here on a day-to-day basis so uh, you guys just have the one location locked in right now or you yeah, guys we just have the one location no, it's just the one that came up that we got. Um, the the one that nobody bid on, which is down the street that we had last year. Mm-hmm. Ryan seems to think that on does is they'll go back out to their usual bidders and they'll say, "No one bid on this. Do you guys have any interest?" Oh, I got you. So, so they'll just okay. So they'll say, "Hey guys, um, we know you had this last year. Do you want it this year?" Maybe, but we only have one truck, so Ryan's thinking like he might just drive down there from time to time. A lot of surf camps happen there in the morning, mm. um, so yeah, he was thinking cool. of like dropping in there and then going to the other beach. It's a little logistically, it's a little complicated. Yeah, but the but... other thing we did different, we filed, we uh, applied to to pedal, and we've oh. never done that before. Like driving around neighborhoods with the music playing and kids running up. With yeah, the you have to have a. <laughs> yep. And okay. all that, you know, with the annoying I mean, music coming I, on. I think that's kind of a cool idea, too, because, I mean, you know that there's going to be those people that want to get out and want to leave and go to the beach and have a normal summer. But then there's going to be uh-huh. also those people that are like, we're not – I don't want you guys to go out as much this year. Let's kind of keep it close. So pedaling could be, a, you know, an, another Yeah, because you're bringing it to them. Way. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, the reason why we're kind of doing a little bit okay with staying home is because of modern-day technologies, and business has been shifting in this direction over the past decade anyway, and you get anything you want can be brought to your doorstep, yeah. whether food, you, know, you do your Grubhubs, you do deliveries, all these restaurants that never used to deliver before now have delivery, and it's yeah. a wild thing. Because they got to so pay their people. Very so they're like, much everybody, willing to come to your door. Everybody's a delivery driver now, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? So it's like anybody who's yeah. there, yeah. Know, we have the cooks, and we have a couple people answering phones, everybody else, you know, will pay for your gas yeah. or whatever, you take a percentage of whatever you're delivering. So I'm sure they work it out. You know, mm-hmm. it's still kind of it's still kind of crazy for the people that are like you know, excuse me, like really struggling. Oh like yeah. In, just in general, like the bartenders and the waitresses that are, you know, used to that money that comes in every night. You know, oh, I can, all those cash tips. Yeah, yep. like that's gone. And then you have the uh, the you know the stimulus check, but it's not a reoccurring thing. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. then you have to it's a one-time with, thing. Yeah, it's like thing. so it's kind of like you have unemployment and they give you that bonus and it's like, I mean, it's it, it was a pain for for me to get it. You know what I mean? But like I, it, it took a little yeah. bit longer than normal because it was just bombarded with people. You know, everybody and their mom was on there trying to trying to figure it out. But but it sounds like you guys. Yeah, and some know, states were worse than others. It's worked out for. You know, for you guys and yeah, that's we cool. it, it has worked out. Like I said, we're super lucky, and it's this isn't our our um, 
this is the cream on top. It's not our everyday bread and butter. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is, is like we, we paid extra money to get these peddler permits. Um, and it's peddling is hard work because you're going door to door. You're looking for that dollar. And we've mm-hmm. been really spoiled all these years get, having these beach locations because you are just sitting there with a, with a captive audience yeah. and they have no choice but to, they very rarely want to leave and come back because they, lose um, their parking. they don't want to lose their parking spaces. And then it's, it's kind of like a pain in the neck to have someone deliver food, not to mention they won't even let the delivery guy in the parking lot. You have to like meet them in the road. So it becomes, it's, it's a hurt, it's a, it's an obstacle for them. So they just give up on it until it's like maybe the end of the day. So we've been spoiled. And yeah. now that we have to, are doing peddling, it's, it's harder work. It's, Number it's one, it costs on a little bit of money too. up front. It's, it's a little bit more now yeah, maintenance. Yeah. It could be involved potentially with the stop and go if, you know, you have to go only 10 miles an hour yep. in this neighborhood, a lot of stop signs, kids running out. You got to watch out for, yeah, have, you know. Right. We so have an old truck. And, put, and I think actually that permit, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. The, the maintenance on these trucks is just nuts. Every year yeah. there's projects and on to it. Just like go the, out and it's buy it's actually in the money. shop right now as we speak. Yeah, and to, to go no, out and buy something they're, they're new, so expensive. forget about it. Everybody buys those pretty much no. secondhand. Like there's no – you're not going out like I'm going to oh, start a food truck no and go there's no question about it. New. Like that's very rare. No, yeah, even food trailers. Yeah, we sold our food trailer. Like people are happy to like what, what – they're so happy when someone comes on the market – when one comes on the market because – you could spend anywhere, probably for very basic stuff, is fifty grand, yeah. and that's probably like getting some used used appliances and used um, yeah. and then from used then sinks on, and things like that. Go up to a quarter million could, in a blink of an eye, probably. Easily, I, you could easily get to the hundred thousand dollar territory and above without batting an eye. No yeah. question about it. So yeah, so we always maintain the trucks, and that's a lot of work. And here it's something to consider. We haven't even gotten our uh, Ryan hasn't gotten his peddler's permits yet because it's all by mail. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a he sent in a, also by mail. He sent in our um, parking permits for parking at the beach because okay. you have to be a resident to park there. So it's all happening by, by mail. None of that's come back. So are we haven't even like, started peddling. And kind of hoping that you don't get the peddling license. Just well, you know, it, it's it's hard work, and yeah. it's like you said, we're not relying on this business. This isn't our sole income, yeah. so we're not really rushing. Like I said, we're spoiled. We're not really rushing to do it, and and if we don't get it, maybe we just, you know, Ryan's like, I'll just go out and and pedal because we're seeing ice cream trucks. It's already very warm. Seeing yeah. we have been seeing ice cream trucks, and it's, guys have their permits probably. Is anyone really ring, uh, uh, going out there and checking permits? That's even more doubtful. So yeah. it's like there's really nothing stopping anyone from just going down the street unless you're being completely unsafe and not, you know, laying low. No, no one's going to catch you doing it. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's not the case, but hopefully people are going by no, the no. stuff and, you know. Yeah. Especially hopefully in some of the neighborhoods, uh, like in the Southampton you know, area or, well, are you guys, are you guys um, going to be doing it in your town or are you guys going by the beach, like the neighborhoods by the beach? For your well, we would time? go do, we would do a little bit of, do a little bit of everything wherever we're That's allowed. Wherever you, wherever we actually you live. 
the town of Southampton is a huge umbrella with all these towns mixed in from Bridgehampton to Southampton Bays, you know, all these towns, no one really knows where they are, but there's like a, uh, you know, four, five, about five towns and hamlets within Southampton town. And then there's private, some of these towns have private village. So we have permits with the town of Southampton. So we could pedal wherever it's us in the town of Southampton. Well, that's cool. Uh, if we're in village territory, yeah, like Southampton has their own village. They actually don't even allow uh, pedaling. Uh, so every time people are pedaling in Southampton, it's illegal. Hmm. Uh, but West Hampton Beach is a village that's literally a half a mile away from our front doorstep. We just happen to live just outside of it. Um, they actually allow peddlers in their village as long as you don't go on the main street where all the shops and restaurants are. Yeah. So we could file for a peddler's permit, a separate peddler's permit to pedal specifically in that village in addition to our peddler's permit for Southampton. And if we wanted to go five minutes in the west, we'd have to get a different permit for a different township. Oh, I gotcha. I mean, that that would be a good little spot, uh, West Hampton Beach, because there's a lot of walkers um, around there. Yeah. You know, at night after dinner, people go oh, yeah. for a walk and like, ooh, an ice cream truck, what? And, you know, it's not a normal thing. I, oh, at least so, I haven't yeah. seen one over there. While, while, yeah, I think Ryan's – no, Ryan's really excited about it because we just found out this year that they allow it. We yeah. only thought that they didn't because we never saw people in the village. And the reason why we never saw people was there's only been one person to ever get a permit. Yeah, and can, we're like, oh, we, we found out from a friend of a friend. I could see that being like kind be of like, exciting you where you're just like, dude, we got to do this. But then also yeah. kind of like, you know, yeah. like you said, this is not like our livelihood at stake here. So maybe we could take it a little bit easier knowing that potentially there could be an influx of people coming to our beach location and we could just sit back, you know, and yeah. not really sit back and relax. You know, it's not like an ice cream buffet. You have to do work and, you know, restock and order. And yeah. All that yeah. Stuff. Yeah. But at least you don't have to, you know, chase anybody yeah. down. So, I mean, it, like, like, you know, it just depends on and how then, much work you want to put in, I guess at this point, you guys seem like you have everything. Yeah, it really does. Like set we, on the right we, road. It's an opportunity I mean? to make a lot of money. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's why he was. That's why we we're getting excited about the West Hampton Village because that could be supplemental. Yeah. And there are days when it's not necessarily raining, but it's not necessarily it's not a washout, but it's not a great beach day. Um, so those are days maybe we could stay local and hang out in the village because what happens when people are in a summer destination uh, where they can't go to the beach? They go shopping. They go to the local villages. They hang out at home and go swimming in the pool. Yeah. So if we do this, you know, two to three mile radius of pedaling, there's a lot of business to be had. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. You know, it's just it's just an added thing too. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I think it it sounds exciting to me. But uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it does. Good. And then and then that'll slowly introduce us. So you guys are yeah, on so the it's road good. To get so there. you know, like um, you're just waiting for that time that that we are yeah time to come up pretty much at this point. Well, yeah, we're waiting for the well, Ryan. Is really uh, taking the opportunity to spruce up the truck. Right now, it's getting some new. It was getting something else some done. Brakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you, you gotta stop. <laughs> yeah. You gotta stop before you. You know, you don't want to hit the children. Don't don't hit the children. No. <laughs> the poor kids are gonna be chasing, and we like slowly coast to the side of the road, and they like buy their ice cream as just, they're jogging. I could just picture Ryan hanging out. Like, I don't have any brakes. 
Watch out. <laughs> Hop on, and then he like does business. (laughs) And then if you're too slow, it's like you don't get any ice cream. Yeah, chop chop, kid. We don't have any breaks. What do you want? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's you're gonna gonna have to earn this ice cream, buddy. Well, I mean. Yeah, so it's good. You know, on one hand, it's like it's not. Sorry about my chair. It's not a lot of content for like how the how the pandemic may have affected us because. I mean, it's it, still, it's still, it hasn't act- fully, fully affected yeah, us. Yeah, it's still like a perspective, you know what I mean? You guys still were questioning yeah. even if you wanted to open. And I mean, there's some people that wish they could open yesterday, you know what I mean? They're just waiting. They're just like seething, yeah. like waiting. Like, uh, just, I mean, I, I feel and for those people. And there's just so many people out here. Yeah. If, if those people got into the truck business, like if restaurants, like, decided to open and and work work mobily like there's so many people out here they're already all going to the beaches whenever it's beautiful out to mm-hmm. a point where everybody that the authorities might shut down the beaches because too many people are going yeah so like the restaurants aren't um, open, but they have these but if we wanted food to, trucks here we could just you know chill at the beach and eat and drink all day here we don't have to go in yeah town. yeah and there's nothing stopping us from going to the beach it's, it's a gorgeous day out the truck's in the shop if it weren't there's nothing stopping us from that beach, even though it hasn't been open, because we've done this many years in the past. Uh, we show up. They, they typically turn the water and all the power uh, by Memorial Day. And Ryan will just show up and sell ice cream. Yeah, that's good. Cool. And, and we're not really contracted to be there yet, but it's, it's, it's money. Yeah. And um, they're thinking now once these beaches do open, they're going to limit the amount of cars that come there so they could limit the amount of bodies. Like sometimes some of them are even talking about doing 50% capacity. So it might slow down the, yeah, a little slowly. Like I think a slow incremental open is what they're going to do across the board. I just, uh, Mm -hmm. I just, like I said, I just, yeah, they've already started here. I mean, they already have, but I just, you know, kind of let the people make the choice and kind of have just some guidelines that they have to follow, like as far as um, like restaurants and stuff like that. But y- you're responsible uh-huh. for uh-huh. yourself, so use your common sense when you go out there. Don't, yeah, you know, people don't, feel just common sense. If open, you feel unsafe, don't go out. Don't be like licking doorknobs and like you know what I mean, losing losing no. down the hallways of these of the grocery stores. <laughs> like you know, sharing toilet paper. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? That might be a thing. <laughs> uh, but cool. You know, um, well, I mean, spare a square. Yeah. Just make, put that on a shirt. I'm going to write that down. Um, but, yeah, um, <laughs> that's why I wanted to get, you know, get a hold of you. We've talked about this leading up to this point, but, I mean, I just wanted to, you know, record it and have something for uh, for the Unload the Week listeners to, you know, get a different perspective and uh, – and I appreciate you. Yeah, what uh, will be interesting is that as you do these. Talking to me about it. And yeah, it's just sky's the limit now. I'm just going <laughs> to get as many people in here as possible and talk about anything and everything and just, just uh, you know, have a conversation. Learn, You learn something when you, when you I listen. Th- yeah, I think what would be really cool is, yeah, what would be really cool is hearing all of these interviews or, or discussions back to back and mm-hmm. seeing how it, their business, depending on their location, like there's so many factors. So, it, it, you know, one person will listen to our conversation and then jump to the next one, and it, it can be a completely different ballgame. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I 
Like, I don't really have a set plan for this. It's going to develop on its own. I'm going to let this be what it wants to be and go from yeah. there. I mean, I have some ideas uh, tucked away in this in this noggin, and um, I'll crack, <laughs> crack one open every once in a while and share it with people. And I've been getting oh, good, good reviews on some ideas that I've had amongst my peers, but, again, that's all people I know. I, I would like to get this across to people I don't know and get a more honest, mm-hmm. you know, more honest opinion. But I trust the people yeah. that are in my circle and uh, I'm just going to keep at it. But again, well, that's great. Thank you for good um, luck with it. You're thank welcome. You. Yeah. Good luck with the, with the truck and stuff. And I'm sure we'll be uh, talking soon. And uh, this should yeah, be maybe up. we'll talk again when we're up and running. Yeah. Um, I, I plan on having this up by, by Monday, the latest. So, It'll be oh, cool. That's on, great. I can't wait to hear it. On all platforms. So look look me up and subscribe and share if you care. And, yeah, until next time. Thanks again, Prana. <laughs> awesome. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, one one last thing uh, before you go. Uh, do, mm-hmm. do you want to plug any, like, anything? Is there, do you have, like a, like, a Facebook for the truck or Instagram or Snapchat or anything like that that people could, you know, look up if they feel like they want to? Yeah, we have, uh, thank you. We have, um, we have an Instagram and we have, we actually have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And Sorry, they're all under. Twitter as well? So Facebook, Instagram, and yeah. Twitter? Okay. Yeah, we're, we're mostly active on Instagram, but okay. we happen to have the other platforms for, you know, they're all tied in and we can share all, everything. But anyway, it's always, uh, it's always some form of jellyfish concessions. Okay. Not to be confused with jellyfish confessions, yeah. which is my separate idea for a mobile confession cart. And if I and if I'm entertained by your confessions, you get a free ice cream bar. And, uh, there may they may or may not be recorded. And I will if you see me nearby, you're getting recorded. So, <laughs> but. but uh, Cool. So anyway, yeah, Jellyfish Concessions. Check us out, like us, or follow us, for sure. and uh, yeah. All right. That'd be great. Thank All you. Right. So Alrighty. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this, but I want you to hang out. I still want to bend your ear for a second, but um, thank you everybody okay. for uh, for joining and listening. And uh, until next time, we'll see you later.